This is the Piss Goff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. I don't see you like I should. You look so misunderstood. And I wish I could help. But it's hard when I hate myself. Pray to God with my arms open. If this is it, then I feel hopeless. And I wish I could But it's hard when I hate myself Late nights are the worst of me They bring out the worst of me I'm running, got me feeling like it hurts to think If this is all that I wanted, I don't want it, gotta be more for me What they call beliefs, and every morning I wake up and feel like I ain't my worth it Cause I'm at war with peace, I go to hell Welcome to the corpse of me Look at the body like you ain't nothing but poor When we just come aware Lately I've been feeling like the only way for me to get away Is if I pour the drink, that's more to see, more defeat Is this really what I'm born to be? That's what you get for thinking you're unique I don't see you like I should You look so misunderstood And I wish I could help But it's hard when I hate myself Yeah man, that song is Hate Myself by NF What's up, motherfudgers? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pissed Golf Podcast, the pee popper himself, Yousef here with uh, an episode I'm trying to do again before open mics. I like this, I like this because it gets my mind rolling, but also while I give the update, you'll see maybe not always the best idea, right? So let's get into it. So um, first of all, I hope you guys are all doing well. Thank you guys for the likes and uh, you're not actually leaving comments, but I see that the reviews keep, uh, like the five stars on on, uh, on iTunes keep going up. That's the only one I can really check. So thank you guys for that. Uh, I gotta hope nobody calls me and makes this a two-parter. I probably should put my phone on airplane mode. I'll go ahead and do that. Um, let's see. So yeah, yes, uh, last time I left you, uh, I went to do the two mics, the Clifton one and then the one in uh, Elmwood Park, and then I ended up getting to do one in, I think it's called like New City or Nanuet, but I thought it was going to be a lot further. It's pretty much Suffern. It's pretty much right there over the border. And for me, it's like a, what, 35, 40-minute drive sometimes to get there, depending on if there's traffic. Usually there isn't, you know, especially the times that I go. Um, But yeah, man, it was so... Oh, man. All right, let's see. How do I want to say this? Because I'm trying not to be all beefy and confrontational. Um, well, good news. I'll start, start with Monday. Monday, I was still in pain, a lot of pain from my ankle and all that shit. But no, I could still move around. And I go to Dingo's. And I'll play the clip at the end because Carl keeps wanting me to post the fight, post the fight. There you go. It'll be on my podcast at the end. Um, but during... You know, and I'm not going to do the best job of recalling something they're going to have to listen to at the end to find out what's actually happening. But pretty much, long story short, I'm on stage. Half of the people, there's maybe eight people in the room, and Anthony Quinn decides he's going to take a picture with uh, him and three other people, making half of the room no longer paying attention to my jokes. And that kind of pissed me off. So you'll see, like, later on at the end of this, when you listen, it's like only a three-minute clip, maybe two and a half, because I got lit. Anyway, I'll get to that. So, I 
make fun of uh, Anthony doing that picture stuff, and, I, and then I'm getting mad, and then Carl's laughing about it, and then I get mad at him too because he didn't want to do the mic. Now, I find out later on afterwards, again, we squashed the beef, but afterwards that it wasn't his decision entirely to not do the mic. It's more the establishment that we were that the reserve, which is fine. If they thought that's going to help them, that's I could have helped them say no. That's not a good idea. But Carl is Carl's doing a great job at the Comedy Cove. Take a sip of coffee, Yusef. Make sure this is still recording, Yusef. It is good. Um. By the way, also guys, I'll just say this up front before, and I'll just keep going with the story. So I make fun of Carl. And I call him a hack, and then I say that he doesn't like comedy like I do. Because I love comedy, guys. You you all know that. Uh, I fucking eat, sleep, breathe shit, fucking everything comedy. Uh, but yeah, so so Carl gets mad. And, and he's like, oh, you know, he's getting in my face now. And Jeannie, who's the host, God, God bless her. I was getting upset with her because of what happened. But we also squashed the beef. We're good. Uh, a lot of beef squashing this week, we'll say, uh, because I'm realizing it doesn't help, it's not going to help, so yeah, I got mad at Jeannie because, I, and me, knowing, it literally, and you can hear me say it in there, it's like, it's, it's only been two and a half minutes, don't worry, once I get the light, I'll, I'll still only do one more minute, like a professional, and then I'll leave, I don't go over, I don't go, I don't run the light, because I hate when people ran the light when I was hosting, so I don't do that for anybody, it's called being a, a proper human. Now, once you host a room and you start seeing people run the light a lot, that's when you start. It's almost like like when I've, I didn't even really work in like a restaurant, but I worked in the subway. And I saw the way that people treated me. And I was like, well, I'm never going to do that. I didn't fuck with anybody's food. But that's my always my fear. So anyway, Jeannie and I squashed the beef, but she knows she doesn't know what to do. And so she lights me thinking, okay, I'll see the light, I'll calm down, I'll go back to the jokes, and then she'll let me do more time. But also, what she may not know is because I'm, like, I don't run the light, I'm a, a more of a professional than a lot of the fucking people in the scene. Not all of them, definitely not a lot of them, but mo a lot of people I'm also good with. Better. Like, I don't know how number-wise percentages. We're not going to throw that out there, but I'm definitely uh, smarter about how I present myself on stage than some people. Take a sip of coffee. You know when you have like a, you don't know if somebody's calling you or texting you in the podcast if it goes silent. I'm trying not to do that dead air shit for you. <sighs> so, Jeannie lights me, and then you're gonna see later on again when you listen at the end. I just get really mad, and then I, I leave, and Carl follows me out, and that's why I said we squashed the beef right there. But then I got mad at Jeannie for lighting me early, and but then I go to another mic. It's 40 minutes away. I drive up, or maybe it was only 30 minutes, actually, and I drive up to, uh, what was it, Nanuet or whatever, and I go to the, the spot, the billiards place, and I started telling some jokes, and it was fucking great. I loved it. I was just able to fucking really vent. Like, I was mad about the whole genie thing, and I don't even think I mentioned it there. Maybe, I don't know if I want to put that set up, because that set was wild. I just start screaming about vaccines and racist and shit and all kinds of wild shit, which, by the way, not all vaccines. We'll get to that later on when I have some clips to play so I could keep taking sips of coffee and smoke my vape. But uh, yeah, that's what happened on Monday. And then I ended up going to Boulevard uh, afterwards and I had a pretty fun time at Boulevard just shooting the shit with... Uh, there was like a couple over there and uh, they were fun to, to kind of like just 
do a little crowd work in there, mix in some jokes, but make them seem natural. I like making it seem natural because it should. It, it is natural at this point. Like, I'm not even doing the crowd work, but like as they're answering me, I'm like, oh, I could tell a joke that kind of relates to this. They're going to like that. And then I'll just tell it. So I'm getting better is what I'm saying, guys. I don't know. We'll see. Take another sip of coffee. Yusef, that's... Yusef, it's been eight minutes. You've taken like five sips of coffee. You're going to run out of coffee. I know. I know. But I also have to drink coffee before I go do comedy. So I'm not fucking tired all night long. Right? Smart or not smart? Who knows? Who cares? So um, that's what happened Monday, Tuesday. Uh, I got in a little argument with some, some friends. I did some fuckboy shit. I did something stupid. How much do I want to say? Let's see. Uh, as I'm not even going to go into de- too much details, but I did something that I thought was going to be funny and also motivate people to actually make decisions. And what they did instead is cause problems, which is fine because I'm the one who really caused the problem. They didn't. They shared something I was equally going to, sh- I would share with anybody. All the shit talking I do I, to, behind anybody's back, by the way, if you ever ask me to my face, I'm not going to say no. I would say all of this to your face. The only reason I don't is my mom said not to do that. That's not very polite. So I don't do that. But I would, which is another thing. A lot of people will deny that behind their back. I don't. If you ever ask me, James Mack, I'll tell you I don't think you're funny. And I think you're a hack. But you work hard, I'll tell you that too. Because I have said that too behind your back. It's not always bad things, everybody. Um, but yeah, there was no mic, so what did I do? I ate pizza. I made, I made cauliflower pizza. It's when I think I want to eat pizza, but I also want to feel like, like not feel like shit the next day. But it tastes like shit, so it's not as fun when you're eating it. But then I did something. I just made some buffalo wings, and then I took that on, put it on top of the pizza that I made, so that when I cooked it, it was buffalo chicken pizza. That was good. And then I watched Venom. Also liked it. Good movie. For me, I like the movie. I also really have a bias. I really like Venom. I think there might be some possession shit in there, that kind of thing. You know, the way the I'm not going to spoil anything, but um, if you know anything about the the history of it, it's Venom is a symbiote. There's a whole race of them, and they have a whole planet. and And Venom is just like one of them, but there's like a lot of them, and they wanted to come and take over the Earth at one point. But again, that's that might be part. The new movie's coming out on October first. Same with the new uh, Sopranos. So. That's only, uh, what is it, a week away? And I have a show all the way, by the way, Saturday. Saturday, October 2nd. It's going to be in Suffern, Diddy's in Suffern. It's a soul food place. So they have food and they have drinks, alcoholic and non-alcoholic. And it's soul food, so it's like delicious but kind of bad for you. But I'm sure you could eat something healthy. Like, I'm sure they have a salad if you're me. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably eat a salad. Or maybe I'll eat beans, rice and beans. It's not good for me, but I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Fuck it. Bro, if I'm performing, doggy, just no. I'm not eating anything before. I'm getting my food for after. So it's probably going to be chicken, rice, and beans. Something I could eat cold and heat up easily. But yeah, that's what happened. Let's see. Tuesday, Wednesday, did work, did Wawa. It was terrible. Blah. Rhino was amazing on Thursday. Did the both shows and I thought it was good. I got in good with Maria. Um, I, I think I got in good with the other staff there. They have a Heather and, um, and uh, oh, come on. What is her name? Kelly. And uh, they're really nice. 
they're nice up there. They all kind of starting to like me now. I think it's more because they see me coming around and I'm starting to, to figure that shit out. Um, but yeah, then I woke up on Friday to, to more Facebook beef shit. Um, but that was because of Monday. And Oh, no, I didn't eat. I ate pizza on Tuesday, but that's not when I watched Venom. I watched Venom on Friday. And then I squashed the beef during Venom. Because uh, Jeannie called me and she's like, Yusef, this is stupid. And I was like, I agree. And then she told me what happened. And I and then I was like, wow, I fucking now I feel like an asshole. So I apologized to her. She apologized for lighting me early, which is all I wanted. I didn't, I don't care about anything. Just you lit me early. You sh- you're not supposed to light people early. That's, that's all I wanted. Like, I didn't even need her to say I'm sorry. I just want her to acknowledge you don't light people early. And by me getting her to apologize, I think is either going to make it never happen again or happen all the time now. And then people are going to, like Chris Park said, uh, I'm going to start calling Genie, uh, calling the light the Genie. As I take a sip of coffee. So yeah, that's my update. What else happened? Saturday. Oh yeah, so Saturday ended up hanging out with the, the friends that I uh, got in a little bit of a fight with on Tuesday. We went and watched the fights. Um, and they had these $2 spiked seltzers. And you seen cover your ears for a second. And I drank a bunch of these $2 spike seltzers. And then I think I created another beef again at the end of the night. But I don't really remember. And I don't remember how I got home. But that's neither here nor there. Because according to the court of law, you can't use hearsay. Or I don't know. This is all a podcast. So on Sunday, which was yesterday, I did a podcast with Rich Richard Dweck, man. It was fun. We talked for like two hours. He said he's going to drop it sometime in like mid-October. He has actually the, the pictures on my Facebook. I'll share it on my Instagram too. So you guys could see that. It's a fun time. It was fun talking to him. We talked a bunch of comedy, how I got started in it, and uh, brought back a lot of cool memories. I name dropped a bunch of people. All good stuff. All good stuff. All good stuff. Because all the beefs have been squashed at that point. It was beef week. We, we squashed it though. We squashed the beef week. So yeah, that's what happened. Uh, my mom, my mom. Uh, oh yeah, and then I also like uh, I went to Anthony Quinn. He did a hundred episode, so you can hear me on that. For he has his podcast. It's called. Um, he has a couple of them. Uh, the one I like, the one that I've been on, is Quinspiracy, and then he has another one called Food Addict. But I'm not a food addict, so I, I haven't been on that one. He's like, you can tell me about you. How you don't like food, Yusef. It's all good, dude. I'm trying to work on my Anthony Quinn. Come on, you said. No, that's that's Hollywood. God damn it. It always reverts to Hollywood. He fucked me up again. But yeah, today I um I cleaned up the apartment. I slept in, cleaned up the apartment, went on a walk, um, took a shower, and now I'm here with you guys. And um, right before I go do more comedy tonight, you know. That venom, adrenaline up in um. That's from the Venom song. And I have a show next week. Did I, did I, I said that. You guys want to come there, though. You guys want to come. You want to come. I'm going to do, like, I think they said they're giving me 15. Um, I might have to do 10 if, because we kind of overbooked it. But there's always people who drop out because that's how comics are. We're lazy. We're unreliable. Yes. Are we unreliable? Yes. Can you count on us? No. Can you tell us you're going to pay us and we'll still not show up until the last minute or not even tell you at all and do that? Does it happen all the time? Yes. 
Do people keep telling me, Yusef, if you don't want to, if you want to get booked on more shows, maybe you should book shows so people will book you on shows. And so you should book shows and you should do that. Do you think you should do that? I say no. But should I do that? Yes. But why won't I do that? Because if I have to do that and I have to go and book shows and then people are going to start kissing my ass and not being real to me and they're going to lie to me. And do I want that? No. So will I do it? No. So what do I do? That's a good question. I just thought of it myself. Uh, look out. Uh, young Jamie's back. Young Jamie, do you want to pull up a video? Uh, what, are, what are some of the topics we want to talk about today? We'll pull up one with a video. Um, we'll talk about the Gabby Petitos thing. So pull up the Dog the Bounty Hunter video. Get that ready, and then I'll tell you when to play it. But don't play it before I tell you when to play it. I know you're a child, you know, but don't play it yet because I have a couple things to say about that. All right, so. Let's start over here with Gabby Petito. I'm going to put that little thing here so I number these. So I know when I tell you guys what I talked about, what I talked about. There you go. Number, first thing, update. Second thing, Gabby Petito. So, yeah, she was missing and she was found. And then her boyfriend lawyered up and uh, also, like, dipped. And now people are like, well, that's kind of sketchy as fuck. What are you doing, dude? Where'd you go? You were here, now you're not. Now you got. Now here's the weird thing about that whole situation. As I go and walk to another room and bring my phone, which is why I love doing mobile podcasts. Is it still recording? Yeah, good. So here, so here's my, I understand. So this girl goes missing in the middle of uh, fucking like September or August, something like that, and then her boyfriend. They said they broke up or something. There was a police. None of these details really, really matter. Because now we know kind of. You can kind of figure out what happened now. So this guy goes with his girl. They're doing Instagram shit. All of a sudden she stops posting. People are getting worried. He comes back home. Immediately gets a lawyer. They, they, they say they don't have any evidence right away on this guy. So they don't force him to go into there. Into the into the police station for questioning. Uh, but you know you're guilty when you're the, usually the spouse, or at least that's what they say. Like, if you really want to fuck somebody's life up, I guess kill their spouse. And then they'll get blamed nine out of ten times. Doesn't mean they're going to get convicted, but they'll get blamed at least, you know? They'll at least look into it, unless the other guy has like a solid alibi, but, you know. I'm not going to tell you what to do and not to do. This is called free thinking, and you're allowed to do that yourself or not. How about that? This is the beautiful thing about America. I love this fucking place, man. As I take a sip of water, don't even have to tell you because it's America. Fuck yeah. All right. So, yeah, Gabby Petito, that leads me. So, she, like, does all this shit, and that leads me to this. Uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter is going to search. This is a one-minute video I'll play. Dogly Bounty Hunter joining the search. He's going to search for Brian, Brian Laundry. Shitty ass name for a dude. Shitty name for a dude. Brian Laundry. Change your last name. You can't do that. My last name is Goff. It means fog backwards, but it also means go fuck yourself. No, I just made that up. Like, see, Goff, G O, and then the F is for fuck yourself, but then what's the O for? The G is for go. The O has to be something. Other, it can't. It has to make sense, Yusuf. Come on. All right. Um, you know what? Let me take a sip of coffee. Well, before I do that, uh, Young Jamie, play the the dog search. That one, yeah. 
Reality star Dwayne Chapman, best known as Dog the Bounty Hunter, says he has joined the search for Gabby Petito's fiance Brian Laundry. They have to be able to hear it, Jamie. For laundry after Gabby's remains were discovered in Wyoming. A coroner has since ruled her death a homicide. Laundry has not been seen since September 14th when he left his parents' home in Florida to visit a local nature reserve. Chapman reportedly told the Daily Mail, quote, I will find him. The outlet reports that the bounty hunter visited Laundry's parents' home on Saturday. And as he banged on the front door, he said, I need to speak to the father. I need to ask him Pause where it. his son is. That's the first thing he does. He's gonna, gonna bang on your door, probably with a camera crew, because you're Dog the Bounty Hunter, and you gotta get back in the good, you know, and I'll get to some other funny shit about Dog the Bounty Hunter, uh, which is probably why he's doing this, but let's let's go ahead and hear more. Go ahead, continue, Jamie. Is he in there? He also reportedly said that he has- Is he in there? Go back, go back 10 door, seconds. Said, All right, pause, stop. Listen, Jamie, I know you're young. Do this correctly. Go back. Can you go back uh, five seconds? Is that too difficult? No? Okay, press play. And as he banged on the front door, he said, I need to speak to the father. I need to ask him where his son is. Is he in there? He also reportedly said that he has got a lot of leads on Laundry's whereabouts, adding, I can't tell you more, but we are getting leads every 10 minutes. Chapman- Oh! Every 10 minutes, getting leads. What is this, Yelp? You're getting leads? You get people are just calling in and they're telling you what they seen this guy, they see a bald white guy. They, that's him. Continue. So reportedly has set up a dedicated phone line for information about laundry and has given himself six weeks to find the 23-year-old. The Daily Mail also six reports weeks. that Chapman's reps told the outlet that the former bail bondsman is volunteering his services and that he plans to cooperate with law enforcement. Six weeks, huh? Just enough time to record a documentary about how you're trying to find Gabby Petito because go yeah go down go to the dog the yeah that one the breakfast club video but don't play it right away either uh, don't good is that 45 seconds good all right so this is from the breakfast club when they gave him donkey of the day um do you remember when yeah right there September 2nd of 2021 so this was not long ago. Maybe the audio was from long ago, but I'll take a sip of coffee. You listen to this. We're not gonna, it's not a long one. If you a nigga, it's not because she's black. It's because we use the word nigger sometimes here. I'm not gonna take a chance ever in life of losing everything I've worked for for the 30 years because some nigger heard us say nigger and turned us into the inquire magazine. Pause, thank you. You knew it. You saw me point at you and you paused. Thank you, Jamie. You're getting better. Did you see how they bleeped out the F word, which was fuck, but they kept the N word, which I don't even want to say, completely in there. Keep going. If Leeds was dating a nigger, we would all no. say you. And it's not that they're black. It's none of that. It's that we use the word nigger. We don't mean you <gasps> scum nigger without a soul. We don't mean that. Oh, but pause. Would think we don't mean the scum ones without a soul. We just mean the black people we call N-words. Not the soulless ones. The ones with the soul. Don't date a sold or an unsold black person that you call N-word. So this, that leads to this. Like, why, why is he doing this? He's doing this because he's trying to get... He's trying to make up for that. People are going to forget, but the thing is, it's going to be cool is when Netflix picks it up, if they're smart... 
which they may not be, but if they're smart and since they kind of do like fucking with people, I can see this in the little Netflix documentary that they do about this. It does also start with or ends with, and all this was to seek redemption for saying the N word over and over. He goes, ah, I hate black people so much. I call them N words out of love, but not the soulless ones, all of them. But white women, you're angels. You saw my wife, she had two huge breasts and she died. And now I'm out here looking for the new white woman, uh, Gabby Petito. And they had a fucking, oh, that's Nick Petito. He's a comedian. I knew the kid, uh, Esposito. He was a fuck boy growing up. You remember that, bro? If you ever listen to this and you listen to it, remember you tried to, do... me and my brother being like young, stupid kids, Without parental supervision, we would uh, light things on fire with gasoline and matches. Because my grandma used to keep matches all the time. I don't know why. And she just let us play with them, I guess. Uh, and then we also had access to gasoline in a garage because my grandfather kept gasoline. So we would just pour it on shit and light it on fire. And then take like two liter, empty two liter bottles that we'd fill up with water just to put it out. We were like little firefighters. But we were also pyromaniac firefighters. And uh, we set this kid, uh, fucking, what's his name? You seen, you remember, right? What's his name? Tell me telepathically. Mike Esposito, thank you for that. Bro, I appreciate you, you seen, thank you for that. Mike Esposito, bro. He tricked our dumb asses into think, yo, we set these motherfucking gloves on fire. And he found out, or somebody that was in there snitched, which is fine. I admitted it. And then he's like, yo, those were $20. They were the cheap cloth gloves that you probably get for a dollar. Maybe even two for a dollar back then. Because things were cheaper in the, the 90s and 2000s. And yeah, we were probably like 10. So let's just say 2000. And, uh, and before 9-11. Yeah, because my grandpa died a little after... No, right? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Anyway... He tried to convince us that we owed him $20, and we got him $20 in, like, maybe two or three singles, and then the rest of it was, like, quarters and nickels and dimes, and we just bring this kid a whole bunch of change, and then his mom comes, I, I feel like I told this on the podcast, whatever, his mom comes and is like, here's the change back, I'm sorry about that, he's a fucking idiot, and he goes, he was trying to use it to buy a CD, and he goes, yeah, but we could all listen to the CD, and I was like, you fucking idiot. So Donkey of the Day also goes out to Mike Esposito for no reason. I wasn't supposed to talk shit. All right. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Let's see. What can I lead into that with? We can do... That's a long one. And if in that one, but I'd have to stay here. I can't make more coffee and I'm out of coffee. All right. Whatever. All right. Here's what we'll do. Okay, a little action. I want to know what I'm gonna, how I'm going to do this. And I'm sorry. These are things I probably should have thought of beforehand, so I apologize. Pull up the, the Bill Maher clip, but you're not going to play the whole video because it's really long. Um, but I just wanted... There was a thing that was played on uh, Dave Smith's podcast, which you should also listen to. Part of the Our problem. Pop. Jamie, I asked you to pull up the clip. Number one, it took you a lot longer... And then I ask you, you don't even know what timestamp it is. It's four minutes, 45 seconds. Four minutes, 40 seconds is good. That's good. That's fine, Jamie. Don't play until I point to you, please. Excuse me, I had to burp there. Hope that was not audible. 
<sighs> All right, play the video. You're going to be at the uh, San Jose Civic Center. Thank you. On the 26th. Okay. You're going to be in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, thank you. On November 13th. And you'll be in Madison Square Garden. New York. It's an important place. Now, the reason why this is relevant, I have, I have to cite a, a survey that was in the New York Times, which is a liberal paper, so they weren't looking for this answer. But they were talking about uh, this. The question was, what do you think the chances are that you would have to go to the hospital if you got COVID? And Democrats thought that was way higher than Republicans. 41% of Democrats, and the answer is between 1 and 5%. Okay? 41% of Democrats thought it was over 50%. Another 28% thought it was 20 to 49%. So 70% of Democrats thought it was way, way, way higher than it really was. Liberal media has to take a little responsibility for that. For scaring the shit out of people. <laughs> oh, and that nervous laugh. The reason laugh. why I'm bringing this up is uh, because it's much harder for every touring act to sell tickets in blue states. Oh, interesting. They're afraid to go out. Pause. Interesting, Jimmy Kimmel. You think that's interesting? That is harder, or you don't think that that makes total sense because of the bullshit you're peddling? That's why you nervously laughed when he said liberal media is to blame. He goes, "Ha ha, is that me? Yeah, it is me." Ha ha ha. Continue. To the house. I see. Whereas in red states, it's all good to go. Uh huh. So I just want to say to those people in <laughs> San Rafael and Pittsburgh and New York, I ain't going to give it to you. I you promise. I, you know, it's safe. We, we're doing everything we can. There's distancing. There's masking. Uh, and enjoy. Live life. You did get it. In Embrace May. life. You did get it. Oh, he got, got it? After I was vaccinated. You got it after you were vaccinated, right. And you didn't, you wouldn't And I had no symptoms. That may be because I was vaccinated. But let's not even get into that. Because I know you and your boyfriend, Howard Stern, are, are very paranoid about this. But it's it's a little weird that I got it after. But now many, many, many people have had the same situation. Yes. We've, I yeah. know people but very we, well. We do, look, bottom line is we know if you're vaccinated, you almost never die from it. So, look, I'm for whatever is getting America back to where I could see the James Bond movie in the theater. One of the, one of the things right. I think is interesting just, about you, and I think we all I want him to hear the panda. Go ahead. particular experience it, I think, from both sides, where, you know, half of the country is mad this at you one week, and the other half is mad at right. you the other week. Does that concern you? Does you pay attention to it? Does it bother you? Well, I don't pay attention to it like read Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm not stupid, <laughs> you know. I mean, I mean, I could. I gave up really tweeting uh, a lot. I mean, sometimes, but like, why? Right. Anything I would want to say on Twitter, I can't say on Twitter. Okay, I'd be killed. I could right. say good morning, <laughs> and and the first ten responses would be, well, I guess with your white privilege, it's a good morning. <laughs> right. So, so Jimmy Kimmel laughs really long and nervously after that because he's like oh yeah that's something i would definitely say to you even though i also have white privilege myself but yeah that kind of leads me into uh let me see if i could pull up the picture can you pull up the picture jamie go click on the the photos yeah right there no oh, you... it says photos of no yes click on photos good don't go, don't scroll too much. Just look, there's a picture there, right there. There it is. It says climate night. Seven shows, one planet, hot enough for you. And it's got Kimmel and it's got that fat guy, uh, what's his name? Adam something. All right, there's Corolla. There's Jimmy Kimmel, 
I don't even know all these people's names. I don't know, some girl there, there's the guy with the weird shaped head, uh, there's a guy kissing a globe, he was Colbert, there's another guy holding a globe, but his globe is black and he's it's South African, so he's racist, uh, you know, Trevor Noah. And then there's that fat English guy that sings. I fucking forget his name. He's such a fat guy that sings, he just does that. And they're all shills. They act like the experts, but they never actually give you any evidence. These guys are, are showing everything that Bill Maher is talking about. And it's fun enough, finally, like, I don't normally agree with him. And Dave Smith also said that, too. So you be like, Dave Smith. I know. But my, I agree as well. I think he is a show. And that kind of leads me to this, like, something that he said there towards the end before the, the whole Twitter outrage thing, which is also important to mention. So I'll talk about that. The whole Twitter outrage thing is, is people like... That's a funny thing is, as Jimmy Kimmel didn't realize, he's talking about people like him that are going to say shit like that and the people who will watch his show. But he's so oblivious, he's just laughing it off nervously, being like, I hope I still keep my show, though. I just want to keep making this money, even if I have to, if I spread lies or non-truths or don't have to share any evidence with you, just say that you're wrong. Anyway. So he said something, though, right before that. He said that he got, he is vaccinated and he got corona, right? Well... Um, go go on to YouTube. This one's a little bit longer. We're going to go to the, the Crowder clip. Yeah, Steven Crowder. That one right there. Yeah. When you click on it, see if it's going to be timed up. It should be at 1220. The breakthrough cases. I'm going to Perfect. give some examples. All references available. The link in the description. Lighterwithcrowder.com. I don't know when we stop calling it a breakthrough case when it's like a, a majority of the cases of COVID. <laughs> Here's the, you want to know how you don't try. And I'm not saying that you, I think this is my stance on the vaccine. It makes sense for some old people. It makes sense absolutely for people yeah. who are in high-risk categories. But the truth is people are mad that they took a vaccine that isn't that effective. Are you vaccinated against measles, mumps, rubella? Everyone here? Yes, yeah. Yeah. How often have you gone into I'm a not. restaurant and asked them their policy on mandating measles? No, because the vaccine works. You're not concerned about it. You're like, well, that right. not that. well, I'm vaccinated. You don't trust the vaccine, and so you're mad at everybody else. But we'll give you some examples of your breakthrough cases. This happened on Friday, and I couldn't this is breathe. Great. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> so if you want to skip, so on the view you can skip like a minute. He's going to play a thing view, about the view. And then she has to call in from like a green room. She has to call in from like a satellite uplink. You're like, right, you know she's sure. in the green room. Yeah, you, sure. from, yeah so from Washington, D.C. with just three rooms away. Yes. <laughs> just play the clip, guys. Come on. Two view members tested positive. I don't know how they... Were they testing them before they went on air? Like, uh, should we, uh, you know, jump here. Should we, uh, should we like wait for the results? Nah, go on, you'll be fine. So then on air, two view hosts test positive. Here you go. Oh, gosh. This is definitely a scam. For a second. Okay. And, 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 uh, and, and we're going to bring Oh, and the one's fat. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And we'll tell you why. More information later. It's a tease. We'll tell you why in a couple of minutes. So shall I introduce the vice president? Yes. Okay. So, vice president. No. No. Okay. Shall we dance? Let's do a tap dance. So quick on your feet, this Joy. This is going to be a major yeah. news story any minute now. Yeah. What happened is that uh, Sonny and Anna both apparently tested positive for COVID. No matter how hard we try, uh, these things happen. They probably have a breakthrough case, and they'll be okay, I'm sure, because they're both vaccinated up the wazoo. You know, a lot of vaccines. Uh, okay. First up, it might be a breakthrough case. Uh, do you mean... By definition, yes, it absolutely is. If they're vaccinated, it's a breakthrough. I'm sitting here watching this going, people try to tell you that's very rare. But that's that's 33% of the view. That is a third of the view that just got kicked off 
Wow. All right, so in a minute, he's going to name all the people who actually have it. If you want to listen, if you don't, skip forward. I'm offended by that, really. That, that's yeah. not, that's not so, that actually, that's like a good start. More often. More often. I'll be honest. The one in the if I'm going to be honest, I'll lower this a little while. While they talk their shit. I don't really like this show, but I like to get views from different sides. So it was interesting once they start. You know what? Skip over. Okay, here. Play this. They always try to obviously cover up whether the person was vaccinated or not. You have yeah. to dig several pages. He's going about to name them right now. Me to confirm through Instagram comment oh, replies. Wow. So I'm just give you a few examples. There are hundreds, hundreds of examples. Just a few people say, "Oh, it must be pretty rare for the yeah. vaccinated to get cases." Mm -hmm. You've got Oscar De La Hoya, Chris Rock, Bill Maher. These are all celebrities who are vaccinated, by the way. Mm -hmm. Chris Rock, uh, Bill Maher, Bendy, uh, what, Bendy, Wendy Williams, Hillary Duff. She got Bendy when she had the stroke on her. Oh, Hillary yeah. Duff, Jesse Jackson, Kevin Connolly, and his daughter, both Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons from Kiss. We were. Spared Peter, Chris, Corey Tallow from Slipknot, Barry Sanders, Melissa Joan Hart, Pierce Morgan, Barry Sanders. nine members of the New York Yankees, 11 congressmen, Colin Quinn. Look, this is, there's wow. so many, I mean, I could just, all. So that was my point of that, that whole long fucking thing. And he's going to keep going. I was going to play more, but I don't have to. I don't really like what he says. So don't play more. All right. Yeah. That's a lot of motherfucking people, man. Chris Rock's out here shilling for the vaccine, but he's also probably getting paid by the vaccine companies and the government, all right? Does that make sense? Why are, why are all these people saying, get the jab and, you know, one of my friends, my good buddy, Luke, make sure you listen to his podcast, Two Humans and a Microphone. Um, it's on YouTube and follow his channel and all that. But yeah, he was telling me, he goes, he goes, if they wanted to pay every senator, I think it was something like $10 million dollars, the amount of money they made this year alone in profit, not just in general, just in profit. So this is after they fucking pay their bills. They still would make, they would be able to give every fucking U.S. senator $10 million and it still would be a drip in the bucket of how much they made off of these vaccines. Sometimes now when I drive, there's a Pfizer in like the next town over and I drive past it and I have to give them the middle finger. Like it's almost like, uh, it's like I'm being compelled to flip them off based on this kind of shit, you know? And then I'm starting to realize like maybe it's not every senator, but maybe it's like certain people are, are being paid to shill this shit. It's probably a lot less. Like if depending on how many people, you know, it's how many thousands of dollars you get based on how many thousands of people, like you get like a dollar per person that you reach. And that's what they want. They want you to be able to reach people and convince them to do this. Because, again, in America, if you want to choose this, you should have a choice. But now it's looking like they're trying to force it. Okay, and then it's still... That's the thing, too. This breakthrough cases, people are being like, well, you know, it wasn't that bad when I got it. I didn't even have really symptoms. I didn't even really have symptoms. I barely lost taste for one day slash three days but that's because the first day both noses were stuffed completely so i couldn't taste and then the second day one nose opened up and the other one was stuffy so i got like half my taste back the third day the other opposite nostril stuffed and then the one that was stuffed opened up like they did a little uh, trade like they they took turns taking the day off Oh, they're fucking lazy nostrils. And uh, and then after that, fourth day, I was fine. I was fine the whole time, by the way. I wasn't really more tired. I wasn't anything. But then by the fourth day, I was fine. Completely fine. Full smell, full taste. No symptoms, really, because I'm healthy. I don't know. Maybe because I'm young. Because I exercise a lot. Even though this is December, so I was inside exercising instead of outside. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. And now, anecdotally, 
somebody with a vaccine, you could say had a worse reaction. Somebody who's unvaccinated had a worse reaction. You can say both, that, that the person who's vaccinated had it better off and the person who's unvaccinated. But we don't know because they're not doing the research. They just got people like me saying this shit and being like, you're spreading disinformation because you're asking people what, question, what, what science is all about, which is, I don't know. And that's the beautiful thing about science is you don't know and they look for the answer. But not anymore. I don't know. Um, let's see. What else do we want to talk about quick? Do we have any other videos that I didn't play? Let me go, go to the, the playlist right there. You did that one. We did that one. I feel like there was another one in there that's not there anymore. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. See, I wanted to talk about Australia a little bit, but then I'll, I'll do it in a funnier way, and we could maybe end it there because i got to try to start getting ready for the mics now. Um, so in Australia, they're really cracking down again on lockdowns, and people are fighting back, and they're protesting, and, um, and I'm kind of like proud of the people who are fighting back against it but i'm also like really disappointed that nobody's saying anything really in america about it uh and that we could end up that could end up happening here and i don't want that to happen here so instead i'm gonna play you're gonna play the 30 second one yep right there uh play this hilarious video of why we should love australia this is it's called hilarious no go right there hilarious reaction from boyfriend when lightning bolt hits in Sydney with subtitles. And the subtitles are probably the best part, so you should probably watch this video it's by random ads. So go ahead and play this. Hey, baby, slow down, wait for me. Oh, wow, it's pretty rocky here, hey. Hey, slow down on the rocks, baby. It's dangerous in there. What the fuck was that? I'm replaying that. Hey baby, slow, hey, down, slow down, wait for me. Oh wow, it's pretty rocky oh, here. Oh, hey. pretty rocky here, eh? I'd slide down on the rocks, baby. It's dangerous in there. Oh Jesus, come back here. Oh my God, baby, the bloody lightning bolt just missed you. Holy motherfucker, Jesus. Jesus, my God, man. Gum buckle, not the boat, nearly hit ya. Oh my God, baby, are you alright? Oh my God, baby, you The caption is the most hilarious part because it's, Oh my God, boy, you are right. You are right? Oh my God, baby, are you alright? Ah, I thought that was fucking hilarious. So yeah, help out the fucking Australian people, man. Talk about it. That's the best thing you can do. Let other people know that that shit sucks over there. And that we don't want that over here. That's what's at least the least you can do. At least I can do. At least with my platform. So yeah. Um, what else? So shout out to uh, all you guys who keep doing, listening and all that. Shout out to all the, anybody who's new here. Welcome if you're new. Um, and if you're old, uh, thank you for sticking around. I love you guys. I'll play some outro music, and then it won't be long. Um, it's a little bit of Gravel Pit by the Wu-Tang Clan. And then if you stick around for the bonus right after the music, you're hearing it here first. Guess what you get? You get to hear the fight that Carl and I got into. Yeah, it's a whole 
two-and-a-half-minute thing about me getting really, really angry and just saying mean shit the whole time. But, yeah, before that, let's listen to some Gravel Pit. And, yo, I love you guys. See you next week. Keep it up. Keep liking. Keep subscribing. Keep sharing it. Keep telling you and your friends that you love it. And then uh, tell me what you need me to do. Or should I start getting you guys shirts? I don't know. Selling them? You guys want that? Leave me feedback. Uh, Piscoff Podcast at gmail.com or at Piscoff Podcast on Instagram or at Yusef Goff on Instagram. All right, guys. I love you. Peace. One, two, one, two. Put your guns down and respond to this. Gravel pit. Leave the problems at home. Leave the children at home. We're going to take it back on the ground. Stop. It's a jump ball. Check out my gravel pit. A mystery unraveling. It's a city that I travel with Go against a grain if you can't handle it Of course, the land of the lost You win at the fair horse, of course Follow me, which I gotta be The best thing since Toss Cock wanna be Africans and killer bees with a gotch On your radio, blowing out your watch Park, hill, house, I wanna hill Every time you walk by, I'm back, back to jail Automatic on the grill all right, that's it. That's all I really want to do. All right, guys, it's been 45 minutes. I'll throw in another couple. Stick around. Ready? Ready is going to come in three, two, one. Love you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. I'm the one that would fitness shame. You know, you know what fitness shaming really is? is it's, it's really just what I'm calling what fat people try to do when they make an excuse to why they want to stay fat. Right? Like, oh, Yusef, are you going to keep running? Oh, are you going to eat healthy? Oh, I want to keep eating pizzas and Chinese food and, and drink soda all the time and still feel terrible about myself. And then I want you to feel terrible about your good decisions. I'm going to make you feel bad. That's fitness shame. I don't feel bad. I feel good because I eat healthy and I exercise. Like, come on, you can't shame me. There's no such thing as fitness shaming. Look, and this is why I love, uh, this is why I love comedy, because like, when you go to a show with Anthony Quinn, he'll just distract everybody by taking a picture while you're on stage. This is, this is the epitome of comedy in, a, in the back uh, of a bar, and then you do shit with Carl. Carl, you got your hair cut. No, I got a mole cut. I'm Carl. Hack. Yeah, fuck you, Carl. I'm mad at you. Oh, Carl. Uh, uh, something about, I don't know what I'm doing with, uh, with the reserve mic. But I'm not going to do one next week when comics just want to get better and do stage time. So I say, well, Carl, why don't I do a pop-up mic? No. To keep it. And he's like, no. You know, his exact words were fucking no. <laughs> you don't care about comedy, Carl? Then go fuck yourself. No, no, Our ties no, ended. you talking, It is. It is. No, you're right. But I'm telling you right now, I cut my ties with you, bro. You're good. I'm what? doing Boiler Room 2 without him. Yeah, that's right. Don't worry, bro. It's coming soon. Is it? I there's no fight. There's no enemy. I literally said, I literally said, I want to do a. I want to do comedy to for comic's sake. Do you want to do that? You can say yes or no. You don't have to give me an explanation. And you didn't even just say no. You said fucking no. That's right. Because people.
weren't coming to the reserve. So Rick, the boss of the reserve, said, why don't we go to every other week and we invite him to start over and Ah, uh, you could have just said... Why should you do pop-up mics? Hey. Now you're taking the crowd. Taking the crowd? Yes, exactly. What crowd People am I taking? Tell now. me what crowd I'm taking I'm from you. Me. What crowd? Oh, no, no, no. This is fine. No, no. Look, I don't have many jokes. This is better than once you light me, it's my time. Don't worry. Wait, I got I got three more minutes to talk to him and then I'll go to do an actual fucking mic. What do you want to talk about? Go ahead, Carl. Let's say this on stage so I have it recorded. So I can use this against you in the future in the court of law. When we, oh, now I get the light. Three minutes. I only fucking did two and a half. Fuck you guys.